0: In today's episode, I decided to do a little something different today at Fearless Wealth. Um, Since I recently relocated to the United States... I have been sharing my culture shocks, my differences, my pros and my cons constantly, you know, on social media with my friends and my people surrounded. it. And I've started to having more conversations with fellow em- immigrants from Europe. So I figured, why not do a podcast about it where we share our like findings, our like you know, kind of like cons, pros, our shocks, our what we love. So this is going to be a two-parted episode. Um, First, we're going to find discuss like the shocks and the kind of the things that are so different. And in the second part, we're going to discuss and emphasize mostly on what we love, 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 love. Welcome at Fearless Wealth. A favorite opinionated contour dominatrix friend money witch demon whisperer alleged demon queer business bitch and five percenter. And since today, someone called me a fake witch, so I'm gonna add that one to my name too. <laughs> and today, here at the podcast of Fearless Wealth, I got two fellow immigrants with me and uh, one from the UK originally, one from also Czech Republic. Like, what are the odds? And me, myself, I'll be representing. Um, Czech Republic and the Netherlands even though I lived in the UK and Germany and all the other countries but I don't know like I haven't been there for long enough to make it really call a home so Sandra, hi Tell-
1: <laughs> hi, hi. About- um, so I am from the Czech Republic I moved to the US when I was 21 as a living nanny and Then I actually lived in Amsterdam for a year too. And then I came back. I came back to the US to study. I met my husband. We got married, you know, living the American dream. That's, I've been here almost 10 years now, nine and a half years.
0: Hmm.
1: So, yeah, it feels like I don't really belong anywhere and I belong everywhere.
0: Hmm.
1: It's, it's always nice to meet fellow immigrants it's always nice bond like we understand each other
0: right and uh, would you consider this home or is Czech republic still a home or is nothing a home anymore
1: i would say it's both home
2: so yeah that makes sense yeah
1: I have my old family back in Czech Republic, and I am building my own family here in the US. That's how I would say it. There
0: yeah. we go. I, I think
1: that. the ho- I, and I guess the home is where my dogs are. <laughs> home
2: is where the dogs are, yeah. yes,
0: <laughs> I love that. And Georgia, tell us about you.
2: Uh, so I moved from the UK to the US three years ago now. Uh, And I moved, I met my now husband online and moved myself and my son to America in order to marry him.
0: Those are big things. (laughs)
2: Just, you know, just casually. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so are you, how, how is your grounding or finding like your way of home, sense of home here now?
2: I definitely still feel like England is my home and I haven't been back since I moved here because of the pandemic. So it's been over three Um, years since I've been back. So I definitely get very homesick. Um, And America seems, or at least Atlanta seems home when I go elsewhere in America. But generally, it doesn't yet feel like sort of my space. Although all my children are here. So maybe the home is where the kids are applies as well as the
0: dogs. Fair enough, fair enough. I stop, I sometimes still like walk outside, and um, when I'm kind of like just like on automatic pilot, and I'm just like, what are all these American cars doing here? <laughs> like all these license plate. Oh shit, I'm in America. Yes, yeah, okay.
2: I still sometimes go. Oh, maybe I'll just walk to the shop. Oh,
0: the no. <laughs> <laughs> Europeans laughed and laughed because she said walked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> where do you Where do you live? Where in America do you Uh, live? Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Where are you, Sandra? I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh,
0: shit.
1: So I would say to me, Cleveland and Czech, Uh like where I'm from, Pilsen, Mm -hmm. it's the same. Wow. Like it feels not not the same, but
2: similarities.
1: If I walk to someone I just meet and I walk in their house, they ask me to take my shoes off.
0: So. it was one of the biggest things I made a whole list of oh. like immigrants culture shock <laughs> and one of them was like that everyone keeps their shoe, shoes on in America like, not, in o- not in
1: Ohio not in oh, Ohio <laughs> yeah.
0: In, yeah. in Atlanta
2: I can't it doesn't matter how many times I ask somebody will still walk through my house with their shoes on yeah it's ridiculous
0: what are y'all cultural barbarians <laughs> you're savages You do not walk with shoes in the house. (laughs) But so that would be a nice one to start off with, like how accessible everything is in Europe, whether that's walking, bicycle distance, Mm. or public transport, or any shape or form. Um, And here that's just unheard of, because most of the places don't even have a a sidewalk.
2: No, what my children said the other day to me, why didn't we move somewhere with a sidewalk? I wish we could have I really do. No, I I can't drive, um, because I never needed to. I lived all over the UK and in Scotland and Amsterdam and I could always get where I needed to go using my feet or public transport. And then I move here and I can't get anywhere without an Uber or a lift of somebody. I mean, not even to the nearest grocery store. It's insane
0: so cleveland for you is a little bit more like accessible in because you're in in the city itself i am mean no i'm in the suburbs Suburb, so yeah. it's it
1: depends how i would say it. some suburbs they have nice sidewalks some suburbs they have no none it yeah it depends but mm. i drive so i drive
0: What's so my- for for you as a driver how weird was it the first time when you were at at the traffic light, and you can turn even when the light is red. I loved it. I know. (laughs) It's so much more efficient.
1: (laughs) Right? And it's funny. Like, when my my brother, he's 21, and when he visits, uh, he drives here, and then he always complains how many times he turns on a red light back when he goes back to Czech Republic. And he's just like, yeah,
0: we all should do it. It's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I had a. I had a... So I visited the United States when I was 11 for the first time with my parents. My mom took me out of school, and we went on, like, a month-long trip to Orlando, Key West, like, the whole shenanigan. And then I didn't come back until I was an adult when I was 18 or 19, and then I traveled myself. But I remember in the meantime, I was 14, and I had a friend from America visit, and we were in her car, and we're, like, a whole group. She was the only one with a car. She was 18. And she does the thing, you know, red tra- red traffic light. If she turns around, right, we're like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that. You're <laughs> going <laughs> She's like, wait, what, 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 what? Like But now, no. yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, How even
1: are- the even okay. like the driving with no, I personally I love driving automatic. I was never good with manual. Oh shit. So I really like that. <laughs> what do you think of the quality of
2: the roads it sucks here yeah, it sucks yeah, it's really
0: bad in atlanta <laughs> <laughs> how? so how is it so i know like in czech republic you pay um basically you pay road tax with like a vignette um in amsterdam you pay road tax when you have a when you own a vehicle Mm -hmm. um and here i believe like anyone kind of pays some kind of rotex i'm like where do y'all rotex money goes because i don't know (laughs) potholes everywhere
1: (laughs) i i know the first yeah the first few times when i was driving i thought something is wrong with my car Yes, I I was like I'm going to pull I was I was in a hi- on a highway and I'm like I'm going to pull over because something is wrong with my tire or something and it it was fine. It was the highway was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know how you have you have Americans and they make fun of you, right? Like we're the third world country and like, oh, you have highways, you have cars, you have microwaves. <laughs> and then if they go if they go and visit and they, you know, then they see like Oh, we actually have like nice highways, and it's a normal thing. It's not something. Here in Ohio, it's a competition. Like some cities have nice roads, and some cities have b- bad roads, and they compete. Like they talk shit about one another. Like I'm so cool. We have like nice roads. I'm like, hey, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> so,
0: but let let's talk about this whole idea um the third world country right like i i remember when i was growing up the west was the place to be the west had all the money therefore it had all the luxury opportunities um and now now that i'm like more 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 grown up more adult and i hear terms such as like oh you know y'all third world countries i'm like for someone, for a nation that doesn't have healthcare, y'all are way too <laughs> fucking arrogant. Like y'all all walking around waving your guns, which is we'll touch on that. But like you know, y'all you're like you know you're you're picking fights with everyone. I'm like, you realize that if I punch you, you'll be in debt for the rest of your life because <laughs> of hospital bills. Like let's you know, let's calm down the attitude.
2: So I had a real culture shock when uh, two years ago now we were driving through rural Ohio of all places on the way to a festival and we came across this town that did not have electricity or running water. No way. And it was I was just like, and and this is the first world still? <laughs> <laughs> it's here. Oh and outdoor toilets. That was the thing that really threw me. Is it I was like, so it's two hundred years ago, right here in this town in Ohio. Wow. It's bizarre. Wow.
0: It's it's weird to have like I, I would almost say it's like we ha- how many states do we have? 50. 50, right? 52. I I don't know. 50? <laughs> I think <So>. it's 50. <laughs> um it's more like 50 countries oh, instead yeah. of you know one country. Um and wh- when besides we're going to get into all the stuff that we love, but it's a first world no, it's a third world country with a first world jacket on. <laughs> we call no, that all fur, fur, fur coat and no underwear. That's exactly like the the healthcare system here, um, the credit score system, like, which is extremely hard to get into, by the way, as an immigrant. Mm-hmm. What a pain in the ass to go through the whole um, immigration part. Would you Would you tell us a little bit how it went for both of y'all? We can go, Sandra, go first. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: so I opened up my first credit card like two years after i was here and yeah like i had credit like 400 350 something like that (laughs) just because you have no credit history like so Mm. it's so weird and then me and my me and my husband we were trying to buy a house right so and he had no because of like some his issues he had no credit history i had none so I think it took us like a year and we had to ask one of our friends to like be on our house mortgage just like to build us help the credit and yeah well now I would say 10 years later my credit score is good but it takes up yeah you have to get like lots of credit cards and car leases and everything but even like until today like I love my target but i cannot get approved for target card it's always there is some always some issue like it's probably a good thing that i don't have target card but no i'm not eligible and it's yeah it's like i know like we bought a new house again and they always check your score and every time they check your score it drops right so
2: That's messed up. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird.
0: Because the UK, Georgia, is y- y'all have a credit score thing-ish, right? Yeah,
2: but it's different. It's out of 10 instead of out of like a thousand hundreds.
0: or hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds, yeah.
2: And it seems hmm. to be less difficult to mess up as badly as you can mess up over here. Um, and they don't translate. So I had a very good British tra- credit score and then I'm over here trying to do things. And they're like, no, that doesn't apply
0: here. None of that carries over.
1: What do we even have in Czech Republic? Is there anything similar or nothing,
0: right? No, rest of Europe almost doesn't have anything. Yeah. Um, the Netherlands has a BKR, um, which would be translated Bureau of Credit Registration. And that's just positive or negative. And it means there's a formula. Um, it's also attached to your like you know social security or whatever we have in our... Um, country, and you either when you want to um, take a loan or borrow money, they will say that it's a good thing or it's a negative thing, um, and that's calculated on how much you make. And there's a formula, like if your annual income is, uh, let's use easy numbers, twenty k a month, twenty uh, k a year, then you're only allowed for your mortgage, for example, to 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 take a loan out like five times that high or something. It's a very tangible. Um, like a significant number, prior to the big 0- 08, it was like you could you could you could get a mortgage twenty times your annual income. Um, after 08, that completely changed. But now, so now you either have a positive or a negative, and it's more of an advice. So you will see that, uh, for example, like phone companies, you know, for a phone contract, they don't give a fuck. Right. Like if it's if you provide like, hey, I'm making this and this amount of money and I can afford 30 to, 30 euro a month. Like they're they're fine, regardless mm-hmm. if you have a positive or a negative one. In Czech Republic, all this stuff is like non-existent. They have complete different formulas. Um, um, the more west we west we seem to go, the more debt based it seems to be. And America is the only country where you can profit off of other debt. And which is. Like in, when you go into the financial system, like as, as a money person, I, I am absolutely fascinated by it, but also absolutely mind blown. So, yeah, credit score and credit cards. Here we go. Um, American food sizes. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: drinks being bigger than my head. The drinks blow my mind because I can't even, I love a good soda but i'm like i don't need like three liters of soda in a to-go cup (laughs) (laughs) who needs that
1: are like those refills you pay once and you get unlimited refills that's That's great unlimited
0: diabetes
2: (laughs) (laughs) i did like that though when i discovered i'm like wait i don't have to pay for more iced tea i can drink all of the iced tea all of the iced tea and get home and shake from all the sugar
0: right How's the tap water? Where y'all at in regards to drinking it? Chlorinated and horrible.
2: <laughs> I won't even give yeah. it to my cats. It's that bad.
0: I d- I give
1: it to my dogs, but well, we they have... they eat poop, so <laughs> they're okay with that.
0: You see, there's their check soberness. <laughs> 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 they check reasoning. They eat poop. They'll be fucking fine. <laughs>
2: The people don't even water the plants <laughs> with the tap water. Uh, they don't. The it's that bad. Wow. Um, I know in Florida, it's like
1: I love Florida, but that's been the worst mm-hmm. water. Like even if it goes through the water filter or the Brita or whatever they br- Brita, right? Mm-hmm.
0: It's it tastes so bad. But you can smell it even like yeah. I and I love when I have like Europeans visiting me. Even back, like, last year, I brought a bunch a bunch of Europeans oh. with me. Now I would just sit down, and I would pull out my camera. And I'm like, order some water. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, 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 okay, They will order water. They get, like, first of all, they get a huge glass, right? And I'm like, smell it to begin with. And they're like, what is this? It's like a swimming pool. <laughs> I'm like, now drink it. And they would, like, take a sip. And they're like, holy shit. Whoa, this must be horrible. I'm like, imagine what it does to your brain. Because again, like my swimming pool water in 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 Czech Republic tastes cleaner, um, but I love just the tap water in Europe. Ugh, I miss it it's so good.
2: And bathing in it, I know you. Have, I've seen you write before about how it stings your eyes in the shower. I find if I bathe too long, it starts stinging on my skin, and I'm like, Jesus, what am I? What am I washing in? Sulfur <laughs> <Slaughter. laughs>
0: <laughs> The first time I got water in my eye, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like I was in the shower and I got American water in my eye. I was like, "Ah, ah! My friend was like, "Are you okay?" No, the water <laughs> in my eye. And she's like, "What?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I like honestly. I know some of my friends. They buy bottled water to wash their face.
0: Mm. Love it.
1: It's yeah. I I, I haven't done it. But We're I understand. I understand why.
2: When my daughter was really, really small, I will admit I did that. Yeah. I was like, I can't bathe her in this chlorine; it's gonna kill her yeah. baby skin. Right? It's like, I'll just pour the water.
0: <laughs> right, and it's funny how I remember like being really younger and hearing about I don't know fucking Mariah Carey only washing her hair with Avian. I'm like, oh, now I totally get it. You don't even need to be a celebrity <laughs> for that. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or what was it? A- yeah, Avian, and then there was Fiji.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like mm-hmm. it was like a status thing that if you drink Fiji, you have money.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: And like then they said they were like pouring tap water in it somewhere too.
0: So there are, I, and I just learned that recently, um, because of a guy who wrote a book about the water here and about like the Monsanto thing, and the the brand, Dacian this D E S something. That's actual tap water. So that's filter tap. And it says so on the bottle, by the way. So whenever you go now mm-hmm. to the supermarket and you go buy your bottle of water, check the actual, like the back. It'll say, this is like filter tap water, filtered city water. Like it'll say something like that.
2: I didn't know that. Well, yeah. we buy it? water imported from Italy because I'm like, fuck this American water. <laughs> <laughs> have the nice european water instead
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've been loving my fiji water here but i'm i am i live in a fucking desert right so for european like it's 120 degrees american it's like 50 degrees european which my oven doesn't even get that hot right so i'm just constantly drinking water and i'm just so exhausted of all the fucking plastic bottles Mm -hmm. There's so much plastic bottles and also they don't they don't do the waste thing here they don't
2: recycle properly Mm -mm.
0: that blew my mind i was like what do you mean you don't recycle
2: plastic isn't that the main thing to be recycled everything's in plastic everything's in plastic here they don't recycle glass either where we live so you have to take everything by hand in big tubs to the car park of the local school to get anything recycled.
1: Yeah, we have recycling here but it's it's weird
2: because you have all those different mo- like
1: yeah, you have your recycle bin for plastic but only certain kind of plastic. And you in the same recycle bin you put the plastic, you put glass and you put cardboard. What? So I don't I don't do it because like it doesn't make sense to me. Cuz oh. I I don't know how they do it.
2: I think most of it's shipped off to other places.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, oh, and that, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going the disgusting water. I'm going through my list. We're going all through all of it, The <laughs> fucking plastic. So, um, I know this is different per state, but the states ha- not adding taxes to their prices
2: that also blew my mind the first few times I'd be like okay this is how much this will cost and then I'm like wait what <laughs> where
0: did where did, okay. <laughs> where did this extra money go where does this extra money come from
2: <laughs> in england we have vat but it's standard across the whole country and it's already added to the price in the store i find it so odd that it changes so much and then they just add it on at the till at the end this mm-hmm. is how much tax you have to pay today mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was so stressful. Like when I moved here and I had close to no money, it was so stressful for me to go shopping because I never knew am I gonna have enough money to buy these groceries or whatever.
2: Yeah. I had that happen a few times trying to pay things in cash and being like, Okay, this is how much this coffee is, I got a five dollar bill. What at seven twenty? How the fuck is it seven mm. twenty?
0: How did Very that odd. happen, right? <laughs> So what do you think of the, the supermarket sizes here? You know,
1: like some people put their tennis shoes on and they work out in the supermarket.
0: I, I am that person. <laughs> like because is- you live in a desert. Desert. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to walk <laughs> four rounds and I'm going to have 8,000 steps in. Yeah. I have my sport watch. Well, I don't have it on. I have a sport watch here and I have my 8,000 steps in. Like, Don't get me wrong. Let's go extra circles <laughs> yeah,
1: I, yeah i think i'm yeah i mean i'm used to it like i don't know
0: i like because the- i don't
1: i don't think when i go visit my family i don't really go to the stores so i don't know how it is in the czech republic anymore so i don't know is it still <laughs> is it still dining
0: well, in, in Czech Republic, you have like in Plzeň, Brno, Praha, you have like big stores. But outside of there, the supermarkets can be big, but it's not like American big. Anything nearby. um, And the, and for Amsterdam, it goes the same. Like supermarkets is, first of all, supermarket, meaning only food. Not this yeah. whole like, you know, here you have your gun parts. Here you have your sporting goods. Here you have your clothing. No, it's just food. Yeah.
1: Like how about, do you have the same thing in Walmart? that you can get like your fishing license or hunting license you just go to your walmart and you go to the counter you ring the bell and you say like i want to go fishing and they give you shoot or, sh- or hunting license that was oh it makes me that makes me laugh <laughs> <laughs> and then you can you can like get your tires your fishing license and i don't know what else in one store it's it's funny it's it fits in a culture like perfectly, right? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: It does very
2: much so. All convenient, yeah. No, I I know the first time I went into our local Kroger, the thing that got me was, there was this huge store. It doesn't even have an aisle for fruit and vegetables. It has this one tiny little cove where all the fruit and vegetables are, and somehow there's still enough food to fill the rest of this giant supermarket. It's got like three aisles of chips, and yes. <laughs> Really? And we don't have but
1: we don't have Kroger in Cleveland.
2: Kroger? Oh, I thought Mm-mm. that was like that was me thinking Kroger was the sort of universal wait, American brand. No. What
0: Kroger. Kroger? I've never, wait, what is that? Yeah,
2: it's a supermarket
0: it, it.
1: like Aldi. Yeah.
0: Y'all have Aldi? We,
1: we have Aldi, have Aldi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Little. We have, yeah, we have. <laughs> Yeah. yeah i might be a little bit biased because i live in scottsdale which is kind of like i would call it like the hollywood of arizona so i don't know if that's just partially th- i've never seen an aldi like i've been in 40 states i've never seen an aldi in my life
1: i think aldi is like the new hipster thing oh we're hipster now okay <laughs>
2: yeah
0: like i don't know how it is like in the netherlands aldi is for poor people
2: i was gonna say i thought aldi was sort of supposed to be cheap yeah I think Kroger's <laughs> also supposed to be a cheap <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, a good deal is a good deal. No, I know. Yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I would always go to Aldi because they have the best vegetables and I would get the most for my money. Okay? It
2: doesn't that doesn't apply here. The the Aldi is great because they have European food and I'm like, oh, you know, oh, sauerkraut, shit. but no, the vegetables are pretty crap.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. So like if you speak about Vegetables and fruits. What do you think about how expensive that is here, it's
0: ma'am? <sighs> ma'am, like... first of all, what do the Americans even consider cheese? It's just liquid plastic. Do not <laughs> come at me with your "Hey, you know I got some cheese." No, you got <laughs> cheddar, which is just liquidated plastic and then remolded back together. It's not cheese. It
2: does taste yeah. good, though, once you get used to the weird mouthfeel.
0: You're <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, okay.
2: No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. No. <laughs> no.
0: It's still my cheese. I'll talk the cheese, but it's okay, but it's not cheese. Yeah, but it's then when
1: like- you, if you go to Whole Foods and you buy yeah. this big piece of cheese for $20, that tastes good.
2: <laughs> in England, you can get like this giant chunk of like whatever fancy cheese, and it's always two pound. All of the cheese is two pounds. Whole camembert no. is two pounds, uh-huh. and here it's like twenty dollars easy.
0: Yeah, yeah. so weird. And then on the other hand, you can like if I look at the price of fast food in general, which is a very big term, I know, but let's mm-hmm. say like a McDonald's or. Dunkin' Donuts having like you know twelve twelve donuts for six dollars or however like uh. you can get
2: twelve chicken wings and fries for six dollars here and you can't get the makings of a salad. Oh wow! For even like twenty dollars, I swear.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Oh. Yeah, like I don't I don't eat meat, so I don't know how much that is, but I didn't. Until I moved here, and it was it was honestly just too expensive to buy vegan food for me and my kids. I just I don't I still don't eat much meat, but I find that I can't. In England, you could get six veggie sausages, vegan sausages, for a pound. Here, the cheapest veggie sausages are what six eight mm-hmm. dollars, and that's yeah. kind of really not very nice ones. It's just and same with like chicken nuggets. You could get fake chicken nuggets for a, a pound. And here it's like $12 for the Morningstar chicken nuggets. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like the Morningstar I,
1: ones, I, I like those, but yeah, so I don't buy it. It's like, yeah.
0: That's bad. So, um, well, this this is interesting because now we have a check, another check, and we have someone from the UK. <clears throat> UK is being considered as one of the most polite countries, right? Now, I'm, as an East European, I'm extremely annoyed with everyone saying 40 fucking times a day, oh, I'm sorry, I apologize, excuse me, for everything. Like, even if you're five meters apart, which, like, tw- 20 feet or 15 feet, and they're like, oh, excuse me. Bitch, like, I couldn't even spit at you if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Pass by. And this whole, like, and and I noticed, uh, I was telling my, my partner how, uh, you know, how, When you, when you drive up to like the supermarket in your car and you have all the people coming out and everyone's like waiting on like very long distance. And I used to think they're so, they're so polite. Now I'm just realizing everyone's afraid to get sued. Yeah. Like (laughs) in Europe, meaning in Netherlands and Czech Republic, if you're rude, you're going to get hit by a car, bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I, this is what I hate, like, when you're pulling out to the grocery store, and then you have to stop at every stop sign, and, like, look around if someone's coming, and, like, you're driving, and they still walk into your way, and, like, they want you to stop, like, sometimes, I don't want to stop, <laughs> because it's, like, they do it, on, and it's, like, they do it on purpose, because, like, they think, like, Czech Republic, right, It's who drives the car is always, like, You go and people wait for you. Here, like the people walk across the street and you're supposed to wait
2: for them.
0: And they don't even look. Like they're not. They They don't don't look. Exactly.
1: Yes. Same.
2: Although I did. If you want to actually cross a road in Atlanta, you sort of have to adopt that same thing. You just go and like pray (laughs) that it'll work out. That's
0: the only way to cross a road. (laughs) Please let me (laughs) cross. And on the, on the thing on roads and driving, um, I've noticed that Americans almost use only motorcycles for recreation. I'm a biker. Um, but in Europe, it's a very much like, you can drive in between the cars. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to have parking spots and stuff, right? It's a very convenient way to get like to your job and stuff here. That's non-existent mm-hmm. or it's, I'm not saying it's non-existent, but it's significantly more just recreation. Um, and now that we're on t- I looked up today the gas prices. So today, today it's um, November 8th, 2021. And in, in the US, like, I don't know if y'all know the gas prices, but usually here it's around $3.50, something yeah. like that. A gallon, right? A gallon, we must say that. Um, today, a gallon in the Netherlands is $9.20. In the UK, it's $7.20 per gallon. In Czech Republic, it's $4.99 per gallon. In Sweden, it's $7.90 per gallon. Um, wow. Yeah, which is interesting.
1: It's only $4 something in Czech Republic. I thought it's
0: way more. It, Czech Republic is still one of the lowest in Poland. like huh. them, okay. you, you, can't, you can't make it. But, it, but it's expensive for like for because mm-hmm. it's the highest it's ever been now, um, but compared to to here that's like unheard of. <laughs> what do you mean five dollar per
2: gallon? Um, when we were driving through, I recently went to South Carolina and we're driving through the backwoods of God knows where, and we come across petrol for like or gas for two fifty gallon. Personal drivers were like, right, stop everything, we are filling up everything I
0: have, right, everything. <laughs> Oh, that's so true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cheap here in Ohio. I think it's like three thirty, three twenty, and it's still the highest it's been in five, six years. Because like we would like four or five years ago, we would get gas for one eighty, something what? like that. Yeah, Ohio is cheap. It's like I like it's it. Cheap. <laughs> it's cheap. Oh
2: shit! Atlanta is yeah. not.
1: cheap. Atlanta, yeah.
0: not.
2: no,
1: no, no, no. I mean, and, so it's Arizona. It's yeah, it's expensive. Yeah.
0: And the one of the the first time when I drove here in a car, and <laughs> me and my European ways, I'm like, eight. I was eighteen or nineteen, and I and I rented a Mustang, like an American <laughs> muscle car, right? Probably not. Like, and I'm I'm still a Mustang girl. And I'm I I arrive at the gas station, and I'm just like waiting with the thing in my hand, right? And I'm like, nothing's happening, and I'm like, you know, pushing it and nothing's happening. So I'm like, maybe this one is broken. So I go to so I go to another one and, and I'm pushing, you know, and still nothing is happening. And I go inside to tell him like nothing is happening. And and they're looking at me like I'm on crack. And I have to explain to them like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm from Europe. This is a rental. I don't understand what's happening." And they like, have to pay first. I'm like, "But why?"
2: But that blew my mind. I was like, you have to pay first. I don't know how much gas I'm going to put in the car. What? <laughs> exactly.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: But don't you like it better?
0: I like. No, it. I like. It. I like it. Better. I like it better now for sure. I am a cash money person, so I don't. Because yeah. I, meaning, I have to go inside and then you know we have to pick up change. It's absolutely when mm. I have a when uh. I just use my card, it's perfect because everywhere. But it's just such a. It's just such weird, like, you have to... And everyone's like, well, you know, otherwise people will just, you know, gas the car and then leave. I'm like, but that, the risk is like that everywhere, though. That makes no sense. And they have security cameras in gas stations Mm -hmm. for that exact reason. It's quite simple. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Now, and I promise we'll end up with all the good stuff, but um, this weekend, I was... um, on a um, children dance event. And for the listeners who've never seen me, I am five foot, which is 159 centimeters-ish. I have a waist of 20 inch and I have hips of 46. And there were 10 years old who had arms the size of my hips. No way. it's it's really it's really really bad. really bad here. I I looked up the numbers and like the fattest Czech person is still like only one fourth of the normal yeah. American obesity. Like it's it's so wild right now, and yeah. mm-hmm. I can never stop being shocked.
2: Well, so I have very suddenly got like a really better understanding of why this happens because so last year my kids were. Homeschool because, you know, COVID. But they, my son both started American school for the first time this September. And they give them candy in the snack breaks. And they give them juice, like like, sweet tea. And they give them chips and then more candy. Candy as a, you know, reward for everything they get right. He'll come home with like this giant sugar covered pastry. And he's like, oh, this is my after school snack they gave me. And I'm like, it's like 600 effing calories in that thing. They only get 15 minutes to eat their lunch. So he actually asked me to stop packing him, you know, like pasta salad, which is his favorite thing because he couldn't eat it in time. And he says everybody has a peanut butter jelly sandwich because you can eat that quick. And then they give out chips. Oh, shit. And it's everything is marketed at kids. Like in England, they made a law when I was a kid that said you could not market sugary drinks to kids that you couldn't have sweets in schools here that's like normal it is very normal for kids to eat nothing but sweets and candy and chips and then the parents and media will go oh these children have no Mm self-control and I'm just like are you kidding you're just pumping this stuff into the children and then blaming them when they get overweight Really, also, why, really up.
0: why are the parents? What you mean the kids have no self control? Yeah, that's what they're fucking kids for.
2: Well, why it, are you
0: not parenting?
2: I mean, and definitely, you know, we live in East Point, which is a pretty, you know, poor area. Is some of it's just that the, you know, healthy food is expensive. You know, I, I could easily cut my mm-hmm. shopping budget in half, if not a quarter, if I just fed the kids junk food mm-hmm. because fruit is expensive and vegetables are expensive. Um, and I see all the time in in Kroger, which is my store, you know, these women shopping for their kids, and all of they've got is like a twelve pack of soda, and this big thing of you know horrible, inflated chicken breast, and a big pack mm-hmm. of chips and some bread, and that's what they're going to feed the kids that week. Um, and it yeah, it's really fucked up to be honest. No, and the school and school lunches as well. You know, it's just
0: pizza and hot dogs. Pizza and hot dogs. Um, and that's what they like provide in school, or how does yeah. look? I don't have kids, so I don't know how it, how it's here.
2: Yeah, so you, you can. Can choose.
1: you you bake your own lunch?
2: Yeah, so I packed my yeah. kids' lunches because I was like, fuck this shit. And my son's dairy intolerant, and they said that they literally would not put out an option that didn't have you know cheese in because their meals were mac and cheese, cheese pizza, mm. uh, burger and fries, whatever, hot dogs and fries, and it was all that. That's it. And then they, they're not allowed to do that in England. I don't know what it's like in Czech Republic, but you know, schools have to feed the kids healthy, nutritious meals. It's like a law. Um, and here the law is whatever's cheap and the kids will eat, we will feed the kids.
1: I don't know if the Czech lunches were healthy. Remember remember that uh. Uh-huh.
0: <sighs> so my weird weird thing with Czech Republic is first of all, we eat warm twice a day. So we eat warm like main course warm in the afternoon, and in the evening. Um, And I would say that the most available, you know, at the school canteen would be just, like, traditional Czech food, which is, it's kind of like, I would call it, like, farmer food. It's, like, heavy in meat, heavy in sauce, heavy in carbs. Mm -hmm. But somehow, like, everyone's really fit in Czech Republic. Like everyone's walking everywhere. The grandmas would get a little bit more fatter, but as in, like mm. the teenagers and the adults, like how do you how do you experience that, Sandra?
1: I I feel yeah I feel the same way, but I feel over the last decade, Czech people are getting more and more fat. At least from where I'm from, because mm-hmm. it's McDonald's, it's all those gyros. Um, dinner you know like and it's open twenty four seven and it's got a lot of yeah it's like two thousand calorie a meal but I think this is so funny because again I think like Ohio is pretty healthy because like the school lunches you described so I have mm-hmm. a three year old and they have like broccoli, carrots like they have like dairy free option for lunches too. So, and I think it's because, like, he's in private daycare, right? I was so just it, going it, to say. All, it, all, it's- it all comes <laughs> to the money. Like, yes. if you're in a poor area, it's, yeah. yeah. Somehow, like, I think it's somehow, like, it should be in a, in a constitution because, like, they try to feed. Like, I don't understand how that food, like, sausages and all this, like, how it's so cheap. And then you have one apple and it costs you, like, $1. I, I don't understand it. No, it's And insane. like and like even so even common sense, I guess. My so my husband's family, his mom is Czech too, but like he grew up in here. And they really think foods like jello is good for the kids. Yeah, because, and, I, and, I, and I was ask I asked him like, what the fuck. You know, like it's like let's say it's a cool aid colour, like neon color thing. And he says it's healthy. And I'm like, what do you mean it's healthy? And he says they give it to the sick people in hospital, so it has to be healthy. Which is fair fair reasoning. It is really fair reasoning, but yeah. Yeah. I was like looking at him with like open mouth, like, you know, like he's fairly intelligent and doing well. And he says it's healthy because they give it to sick people in hospital. Okay. well, You don't, you don't think this orange neon color is probably not good in your body.
2: Like, you I know? think there's a lot of that sort of I guess brainwashing, you know, like they give the kids sweet tea and I said to some, like, really we give kids sweet tea? You know, yeah. caffeine and sugar, and this child was like four drinking a liter of this stuff. And they're like, Yeah, you again, you give it to sick people. Why wouldn't you give it to the child? Mm. And I'm like, yeah. It's because <laughs> the things don't equate. It's very it's odd.
0: A- the fair thing is yeah the private school one of my um, elizabeth um one of my five percenters her kids are in private school too and they're like in this like special artistic school and like they they work like their classes are in cabins and they're doing like gardening and playing violin from a russian teacher by the way right like and they get like all this healthy food i'm like that's the way and then when i go with my other friends here to like a normal public i'm like no 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 no
2: and something that's really i don't know if it's it's worse than it is in england that you know the the rich areas have very well funded public schools even though those people can afford a private school whereas in the poor areas the public schools are so i mean we worked out that the art budget at the school our kids go to doesn't even cover a single pencil for each child across the year because they're so poorly funded um, shit, it's, it's horrible. I mean, we're actually wanting to move out of the area purely because one of the main reasons is because we want to live somewhere that has better public schools. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's very bad.
0: Is there yeah. such a thing as private and public schools in the UK, or yes. like, to to what degree? I mean, we have.
2: Uh, it's I I was a kind of odd case because I went to Catholic schools which uh my parents chose even though I wasn't Catholic because they're co-funded by the church so they're much Mm. better funded than the the normal public schools here they have charter schools which are supposed to act in the same way um but I definitely I don't think that the disparity between the schools in the well-off areas and the schools in the poor areas are as bad as the UK or they weren't when I was a kid, anyway.
1: yeah, like, yeah, here I know you have cities with good school system. So I know people are fighting for the houses, like especially right now, the houses, mm-hmm. let's say cool. you have three bedroom, hu- three bedroom two bathroom house and a okay public school system, it's like 250K. Here it's like 500K just because mm-hmm. people are fighting, they're gonna pay for the
2: good education for the yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. No, same here, very much so. Yeah. And I mean, the private school fees are so much as well. Like I knew, you know, kind of normal, normal, but you know, people who were doing sort of standard jobs in England could, if they pushed themselves afford to send their kid to a private school here, the private school that we live near to is $10,000 a term. And I have three children. And I'm like, how long is a the term? There's what, four, three, four terms in a year.
0: Shit. So it's like forty k a year, mm-hmm. per okay.
2: And I mean it's a great school, but i like I don't have 120 k per year for my children. Um, oh, oh shit! So it's I'm sorry,
0: lot. but for 40 k a year, a, a child, you better that child better come back pooping fucking gold. <laughs> I was going to
2: say <laughs> like at bare gold. minimum. Well, what's insane is that school. We, we actually had the kids in like a, a summer school that they were running. And I was really unimpressed. I'm like, you have all of this money. You should have like a state-of-the-art stadium and beautiful music centers and cookery classes and all this. And it just looked to me like quite a normal school, but Mm. with, you know, smaller class sizes and better bus routes and stuff like this. So it feels like the bar is very low for what even constitutes a good school
0: here. Mm. How's it for you, Sandra, for the kids? Because I'm assuming you got to prepare also now
1: yeah I, so he's like three now so i'm yeah. not i'm exactly. not there
0: yet but
1: so like daycares they all are private like yeah. at least here in ohio so i don't have a choice and i don't want to be home with my kid
0: yeah <laughs> i hear that <sighs> so um tell me about your uh gun culture shock I didn't like it at first. I think I was like brand voice from
1: the media, you know, like guns bad, people Mm -hmm. with guns bad. Mm -hmm. But I came around and I like, I like it.
0: For all (laughs) all the listeners, we're all like aggressively nodding here. (laughs) We're all like, yes, yes, (laughs) same, same
2: no it, it was it was very odd at first especially I mean in the UK I don't think I'd ever seen somebody just carrying a gun the only people I knew had gun licenses worked on farms because that's yeah. the only way you could get one and it definitely threw me at first especially just seeing people out and about with a gun strapped to their side and then I started to realize that if I don't know I've spoke to you about this before that if somebody's got to have a gun then I won't want to and if the police are going to have guns then I definitely won't want to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's a good point.
0: So, um f- ab- absolutely to everything you said and I I recently went for my CC le- CCW mm-hmm. carry concealed weapon. Um and I did the whole like 8 hours, you know, sitting in a classroom listening about the laws and um I was talking to even some fellow Americans in like more um more like states where they have more stricter gun rules. Mm-hmm. But for the non-American listeners, there is this idea. Um, and I was talking, like, people are like, oh, so you have a gun, so you could just shoot people right now. And I'm like, there's this, this um, they call it the, pardon if I have the term wrong, but I think it's the castle myth. Uh, meaning that there's this, the media has told the world that in America, if someone enters your property, you can shoot them. Now, that's, that's officially, that's a myth. That that has that's that's a that's a lie that's been told for the last like 15, 20 years in media. Um, So for all the non-American listeners, that's a myth that does not exist, that doesn't hold by law.
1: I actually Um, I didn't I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So the, the 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 law states you can only use a firearm if you are afraid of your for your life. Um, and again, that, that, that uh-huh. castle myth is like anyone who just enters, you can get shoot him. And there's, there's so many rules around that law, right? Like, so they have to be within a certain distance, right? Because if they're like, mm-hmm. um, let's say they're 50 meters away, you're not afraid of your life. So you don't get to shoot someone for that distance, right? Unless they're, you know, they coming at you with another gun or they're running at you with a knife then perhaps like, you know, but there's so many rules and laws about like what is allowed and what's not allowed. And, um, I I too, oh, I hate, I hate saying this, but I too made this whole statement, like America has a gun problem, which it really has not. Um, but I've recently learned that all the statistics that the news uses as like, oh, you know, we have so many mass shootings, blah, 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 blah. So I never questioned what is a mass shooting. And my attorney, he was like, Everything is considered a mass shooting if it involves two or more people and it's not on their property. So all the all the fucking gangsters, all the people shooting each other is considered a mass shooting. So that's why all the numbers, you know when oh. you look we had like 900 mass shootings this year. Yeah, that's because everyone's like, you know, all in the drug wars, they're shooting each other up not in their house, which is considered a a, a mass shooting. Wow, but
1: every- I, I didn't know either.
0: Yeah. So all the Europeans yeah. who are now like, oh, you know, you know, America with their mass shootings and they're kind of making it, thinking it out to be like every day someone walks into a school shooting up kids. That's not the case. Yeah. Mass shootings, two people or more outside of their home and not even dying. Right. It's just being part of a shooting. Um, again, mostly this is among criminals. Mostly this yeah. is has nothing to do with schools.
1: So they don't have to kill the person for it to be a mass shooting no 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 oh
2: and you Uh, know you've got me thinking that when I moved here when I was preparing to move here one of the things my parents said was is it going to be safe for our grandson you know to be in a school is he going to get shot and I looked it up and actually he was you know he was more likely to get involved in knife crime where we lived in the UK than he is to get involved in gun crime here and I actually know more people who have been You know, involved in knife knife crime, then I'd know people who've been shot, and I think Mm -hmm. that says a lot to me. Yeah, and I I I
1: went shooting once, and I I liked it, but it's hard to
0: shoot a person. It's gonna be really hard to kill someone. (laughs) It's really hard, and all the um like the Glocks that you mostly see in that's like lesson number one. A Glock is not gonna kill someone. It may stop someone, but it's not gonna kill someone. Like every gun class will teach you, it will stop someone because it'll hurt them. It would probably not kill them. Like you'll have to actually shoot them in their heart, full or in their face, to perhaps stop them. But all the like again, that's why you then get into like, you know, uh, AR-15 rifles, uh, shotguns, and stuff that that actually leave a significant more bigger damage. Um, and again, there's the, all these rules, even mm-hmm. for your house, like you can't shoot if you don't know what's behind that person. Like ju- if it's just a wall and there's another room, you cannot shoot. Cause you don't know if that bullet's going to go through the wall. Like there's so many rules and so many it's ideas.
1: So cool. Yeah. I love, like, I love all of this. So d- cool. I
0: highly recommend just getting a CCW theory class just for the loss, just to really sit with it. And even. To hear all the like misconceptions, even perhaps Americans have about like all these laws, just to be informed, and it's interesting how like you know, the NRA, National Rifle Association, I think that's what it stands for, right? Um, like you know the NRA and the, these are the big Trumpies and whatever, and no, it's not about that at all and how they're, how they are even being mis- mis- misrepresented in the news. Um, which brings me to a huge point, the news. I stopped watching the news
2: almost a year ago. I can't. And I'm so happy. (laughs) See, I could never find anything that was even vaguely equivalent to the BBC. And as a born and bred British person, I was like, I can't deal with this American. It's too partisan. I'm just going to stop listening.
1: (laughs) I think I got really into it the last year election. And the election day, or, you know, all the mess that happened after I would be switching in between Fox and CNN for the whole weekend, maybe. And then I'm like, like I said, like they really got to my brain. Like I have to stop. This is not real life, right? Like it doesn't affect your day to day life. It's just like stop, go out, see your friends, go have margarita, whatever. It's just whatever's gonna happen's gonna happen, and just yeah. So ever since then, I didn't, I didn't watch news. I no nothing. I, I'm so happy my life now there is no covid no travel restrictions i'm so happy
0: <laughs> i'm clapping here there we go there we go yeah the first time i got really confronted with america first of all i i don't have i don't own a tv i love american tv i could watch mtv crips and tlc all fucking day if i had a tv also because i can yeah. afford it i have i do not own a tv i will not have one because of i know because but the first time I wa- like I was in a cafeteria in Phoenixville, Philadelphia, waiting for my chai, and it like Fox News or something was on, and Putin was on speaking in Russian, and there was like um, subtitles in English, right? And then someone was explaining about what he was talking to, and I'm like, that's not what he's saying at all, really, like hardcore, really. I'm like, wow. Oh. No, no, no. That's not what he's saying at all. So the con- everything was what was pulled out of context. There was no context delivered to, to begin with. Then it was pulled out of context, and then his words were totally twisted. Um, and and it 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 was in the sense of, um, what what what's an American verb like pulling someone's leg? Right. That's that that symbolism, right? No one's actually like grabbing a leg and pulling it. Yeah, so that, just like being sarcastic or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. So Putin made a verb, like just a saying like that, and they translated it literally and said, See, Putin said it. And I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. now I know why y'all fucking hate each other. I see. I thought like it. I'm still shocked by
1: it. I'm still kind of like naive. I'm still hoping like one day it will go back to normal or just because like my dad, he's a journalist. And um, he, the last 15 years now, he's been talking about how much he hates it because everything is about clicks. Like he said, ever since it went from like newspa- real newspapers to online, he says it all like went to shit just because they get paid, the journalists get paid the more clicks they get, the more they
0: get paid. Right? So, yeah. And but I'm- such- I'm surprised by this. So there's such polarity, right? Like it's either this or death, dead. And if you if you're left or right, then it must mean, right? So if you, um, regardless, like I have extreme aversion to Trump um, for various reasons, but insinuating that if you voted for trump when you had these two retarded parties to choose from insinuating that if you voted for trump therefore you must hate all the gays you must hate all the black you're racist as fuck this and this like that's fucking ridiculous
1: it's the same with same with the vaccine if you don't get the vaccine you're a trumper i'm like no if you have a if you have a gun if you have a gun you are trump supporter i'm like if i'm a if i'm a woman going through some hard transition maybe living alone i might have a gun i might be democrat i might be republican you can you know it's not like you made this post on instagram about this polarity like it's the same thing i feel like now like as a woman like you cannot tell someone they look good without insulting someone else like if you praise someone, it means like you're talking shit about mm-hmm. someone else. Mm. I'm like, how did you even come up with that? How did you
0: it, get there?
2: Yeah. yeah. But that's like the world we live in now. It's crazy.
0: That's a good point.
2: A lot of binary thinking going on.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, may, I may, what, what I love, just to just circle back to the gun stuff, um, in Czech Republic, you can get like your pepper spray. I would, I would have a bunch of guns, a bunch of weapons, everything except for a gun. Um, In the Netherlands, everything is illegal. Pepper spray is illegal. Knuckle brass is illegal. Anything sharp, anything that could be used as a weapon is illegal. And my biggest frustration with that was, and I would love to hear how that is or how that was in the UK, like if you can't make sure that I'm always safe and protected, you do not get to take away my right to protect myself.
2: I mean, I just have this memory of being, you know, This wasn't, you know, there's been the recent horrible things, um, horrible case of the woman getting um, kidnapped and murdered on the way home. But I remember working in Brixton in London and three of the women who worked, some guy worked out what day we got paid in cash and was holding the women up on the way home, you know, at knife point while they were trying to get into the door and robbing them. And we couldn't even convince our bar manager to pay for taxis for it. And I remember somebody saying, well, just make sure your keys are held in your hand just so, and then you'll be fine. You know, pepper spray is illegal. And it was, it's just the absurdity of going, no, you can't have any protection whatsoever, but everyone else can have all of the means to attack you. That's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can't guarantee my safety. It's, It's just no, just absolutely no. and um when just still over on news the the expectation and the weight that americans put on celebrities now i constantly see on like even online news post media like people this and this and this said this about something medical and everyone's like everyone's outraged you know joe rogan said that he didn't take a vaccine everyone's like joe rogan and he's a i'm like he's a celebrity why is anyone listening or caring about like <laughs> celebrities' opinion, it's it's it's. I love that they get to express them, but to, to have them have the same weight as like professionals or whatever, that's absolutely wild to me. Like Penelope Cruz said this, J Lo said this, and I'm like, why does everyone care what all these people are saying? Yeah, you
2: and I feel like England got a little bit more like that recently, but still here. I mean, it it is very clear that most people will consider. <laughs> any random famous person more knowledgeable on any given topic than somebody who's actually, you know, a professional in that area. Doesn't matter that the doctor said it, but my favorite celebrity said it. So it's okay.
1: Yeah. I think it's because people feel like they know the celebrities. Hmm. So it's like, for some people, it's my friend, right? Like I follow them on Instagram. So we know each other. Everybody is like, maybe sometimes they like my DM. So they mean well for me. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I don't, know. I don't know. How is it in Czech Republic now? Like what do we so who do we like Czech people? I don't think you really believe anyone
0: but us. <laughs> so I think or... there's a difference because like when we have a Czech Republic has a great healthcare system to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Czech Republic <laughs> also has a very turbulent relationship with government because of recent communism, right? Like it's like that's just around the corner. Um, and then there, we have celebrities, we have a Daniel Hulka, uh, Lucia Bila, right? We have these singers, these artists who are absolutely amazing, but the gap is not as big to, between normal civilians and celebrities financially, not, um, opportunity wise, like not. So there's this, not like this, this glorification or this idolization that happens in the West. Cause this would happen in the Netherlands too. I know this happens in the UK a lot. So i've never i've never heard anyone say well hey actor blah 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 into C- czech republic what do you think of um the the car industry or something like no they would be asked what they think of topics that they're prolific in
2: and i will it's say kind of
0: like the opposite sorry well i was gonna Go say ahead. it's
2: the same in the uk it's definitely less of a famous people are supposed to be experts in everything and more of a we ask famous people about the things that vaguely yeah. they're involved in
1: yeah i think if like some czech actor or actress or singers if they do speak up on a topic on a news they would probably tell them to go back to singing
0: yeah. right L- or something L- like that really <laughs> literally and here you have this whole like Famous people are role models, which is a complete other extreme. Again, we're going from Mm -hmm. extreme to extreme. Like, famous people are somehow role models. And what about our children?
2: Think of the children. (laughs) Would (laughs) Won't somebody please think of the children? (laughs) And, of course, now you have the weird thing of the famous children. So the famous people have babies, and then the babies are now famous. Oh, shit. And that's the weirdest thing. I see these... you know, Instagram accounts with millions of followers and it's a baby whose who's Instagram account it is. <laughs> <I'm>
0: sorry. Sorry <laughs> oh, shit. But what about the children? What <laughs> about the
1: children? Well, well you don't you don't you don't have Instagram account for your kids? What's wrong with you?
2: I know, I'm missing out clearly. <laughs> and I actually had somebody say that I was missing out because I could be getting freebies. If I post oh enough God. pictures of my baby, people might send me free baby clothes. I can buy my own baby clothes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, like people think I'm weird that I don't put my kid on my social media. I'm like, I don't know who follows me. Like, See, I got
2: them on yeah. Facebook, but only because I only have okay, very specific people on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook
1: too, because it's my family, right? Yeah. But like Instagram, I have, I've had it for so many years. I don't know
2: who's there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I'm not going to put my kid in there.
0: Yeah, and that's my thing as someone who works in like partially illegal industries. Let's be very clear about that. Um I don't put any children, no cousins, nothing. And I'm very anti having kids online because I, you know, I have websites. I have yeah, onion sites on the fucking like the dark web. I I know how ugly the place is and I know mm-hmm. what like you know the pedophile thing on even YouTube like I do not think think kids belong on fucking internet. But, like on, again in your circles, oh yes, Facebook, yes online absolutely the fuck no yeah hell no yeah agree so um uk versus czech republic and versus america direct communication (laughs) (laughs) that
2: fucked me up so bad when i got here and i'm in the south as well and I was living in, you know, this reasonably posh part of England. Then I moved here and people keep asking me questions and expecting me to like answer them straight away. And I'm like, can, can we just be more circuitous and polite about this, please? I don't need to have direct communication with you. I want oh, to exchange shit. pleasantries for three hours and never say anything meaningful.
0: So I you find- like your small talk?
2: It's not that I like it. It's just it was a big culture shock to to come from somewhere where that was the standard and you can indeed small talk for three hours with somebody mm-hmm. to a place where people expect you or are happy to answer, ask very personal and upfront questions and expect an answer straight away. Um, it was definitely an adjustment for <laughs> me.
0: And so what would mm. you consider like because it's different for me, Czech, Netherlands and America. Like what would you consider as very personal questions and which one oh, God. or I've, topics perhaps?
2: Well, people like very, oh, especially the mental health thing, people very openly talking about their mental health, other people's mental health, what mental health medication they or someone else is on when they last had a the therapy session. <laughs> that was a big adjustment because although it's changing a little bit in the UK, that's still not something that you really talk about. And especially older people don't talk about that, like, mm. ever. So having some, like, seven-year-old, the woman who lives opposite me, talking about the meds that the girl down the road is on, and I'm just like, we talk about that in casual conversation <laughs> by the side of the mailbox? <laughs> she says, I need a
0: drink. It was very weird. Do y'all in the UK talk about who y'all voted for? Uh, no, not in the
2: same way. As people do here, but people in England don't talk about anything meaningful. That's not allowed. We're supposed to just talk about the weather and tea. I How can't you- do
1: that. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can't do small talk. Like, like I and it came to like people they either like me or hate me right away, or like I come off as bitchy because like I will like smile at you but like tell you <laughs> yeah. something that's not appropriate, like or like I will smile at you and. Here, like in Ohio, it's when someone asks you how was your day, like you're supposed to have fifteen minute long conversation about your day and how everything is awesome. And I, I, I I'm not gonna do it. Oh, so, sorry. like, I will like, I will like smile, but I say like something stupid. How very yeah. Slavic. That's you.
2: interesting because here people ask you how you are, but you're not supposed to say anything. They say how are you, and you're supposed to say yes. How are you? And anything else is the wrong hmm. answer.
1: As I discovered no not, not here i I, it, I think like every state should be a country
0: no, I for sure.
1: we are so we are so different I mean, I love it like but it's so different
0: I love how how the the service industry is very um i would say pleasant i its i think they have completely unrealistic expectations from service industry people here right. um but if you'd in Czech Republic or even go more east east like if you go to Russia. If you talk to your lady at the at the cash register, everyone will get annoyed with you. Like, mm-hmm. why are you talking to her? Why shouldn't she just doing her work like this? And here, everyone's like, "Oh, like I'm like, oh wow,
1: people really talk a lot here. But you know, like they have the same conversation with like all the people all day. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. you go in circles. Yes, and that's I think that's kind of dangerous. Because you get stuck into like believing your own small dog
0: lies. I and think. I, I think it's funny how like Georgia says like she experiences as being very direct. Because I experience Americans as being very fucking sugarcoated, and there's no directness at all. I would say I find directness in I can have co- like financial conversations. I can ask people like, "Hey, how much do you make?" And I will get an answer. Like, there's no. There's not really, not as much of a taboo because money is a different thing here, but everything else is sugar coated. You cannot just be like, hey, I don't like this. It's like, no, you know, I experienced this and I felt this and, you know, around that I just wanted to express and like, Ugh. that's it- so
2: interesting to me because I experience all the time. People go, I do not like this for this reason. And I'm always like, okay, you're just going to lay it out on me like that. And I so love you- that. <laughs> well, now I wonder if I would find check Czech- and I have been to the Czech Republic, but not since
0: I was a kid. If I would find that even more so than Americans.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Because I UK,
0: so. like, U- UK is known for its politeness. So that's why it's interesting mm-hmm. to have this contrast mm-hmm. where I'm like, everything is fucking sugarcoated. And for a country and for a nation that's so involved around convenience... Y'all fucking talk too much here in America. (laughs) (laughs) This, what you told me, you've written me, could have been done in one second, in one phrase, if you hadn't done the American way.
2: Oh, see, again, I find that odd. I think that Americans are so much more direct. Again, in correspondence, I'm like, wow, in England, this would have been like five emails back and forth, and you just said (laughs) it in a sentence, okay? We're just being like that. (laughs) No, I get so many passive, aggressive work emails Oh, I don't think you would like England then cuz I mean, we make passive aggressive an art form. That's, that's the hate, way I, we I, communicate. I
1: hate I hate that.
2: I hate passive Truly. aggressive. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> I think I'll struggle with it when I go back. I'm probably going to get reverse culture shock and be like, "Wow, your fuckers need to just communicate." Like
0: <laughs> And it's and it's I always have like a reverse culture shock when I go back to East Europe, and I'm like, well, shit, our service really sucks compared to America. Because, um, you know, in service industry to any extent, you know, at the cafeteria you'll get a coffee, that's what you're made mm-hmm. of, not to have, like, make you like, put feathers in your fucking ass, mm-hmm. and, you know, entertain you. Um, If you go to a restaurant, you'll get your food, and you know, they'll, they'll be okay, but not, like, like right, this, like, this very mm-hmm. subservient kind of... um
2: England's definitely heading more that way. I think that it's got a sort of Americanization going on in the service industry. So, when I was younger, yeah, you expected to get your coffee in a grumpy face. So, we weren't going to smile at you. But as more and more American chains and stuff have moved over, I really, and like my sister that works in service, and she really says that in the past five years or so, that demand to be smiling and presenting yourself as a product along with the product that you're serving has just gotten more and more except in england you don't get tips still so
0: (laughs) we are doing it for free the tipping industry here is so trippy that's bizarre as well and Um, if what what what's fascinating for me from a business perspective is that they make it a um they make it a business owner thing so they they make these blanket statement but if you know business chain blah blah blah, would just pay normal wage No 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 this mm. is a fundamental law thing because the rest of the world doesn't have this problem um, even though they have the same chains right we, like so this this is a lot thing
2: i mean ultimately it shouldn't be it's just a cultural norm i think that's the problem the cultural norm and the law says that you can pay people nothing and they can basically work for tips i don't know anywhere else where that's just the expected thing to do
0: non-existent yeah um, okay yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to cut it for a second. We're going to, after this, we're going to go into a, how much we love America and what all we love. Um, this will, so after this, listeners, come back to podcast number two. Y'all stay on. You absolutely must come back for part two of this immigrant conversation here in the United States. And as per usual, if you've enjoyed it or hated it or just got sparked interest or had any feelings about this episode, take a screenshot, tag me, tag Fairless World, share it on your stories, on your timeline, everywhere. Leave a review, share it with your friends secretly if you can't be public about it. And uh, just to give you a heads up, the things that are going on currently... We have Blood Coach 2.0 coming up with Jesse Magic. The DOM course is fully live. The Dancing with the Demons is live. And the money course will come at the end of the year. But meanwhile, get into that fearless wealth yourself. Celebrate, celebrate, gratitude. And as per always, don't forget to hydrate because self-care makes you a millionaire and you are rich and hydrated.